Amen this morning. Praise the Lord. Listen, if you have your Bible or your electronic device, go ahead and turn it to Romans chapter number five. Romans chapter number five. Romans chapter number five. Romans chapter number five and verse number seven. Let me start right there. Well, let me start at verse six. I looked down and I got encouraged. My version will read just a little bit different, but it is the word of the Lord. Now, please forgive me for having this water up here on the pulpit, but I have to have it so I can have some help. Amen. Thank God for water. Romans chapter 5, verse 6 says, You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, and in our sins, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, let alone a good person might somebody possibly dare to die. But God, <laughs> verse 8, but God demonstrates his own love. He proves his love to us. In this. In this. He proves his love to us. In this. That while we are yet sinners. Christ died for us. Amen. Listen. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we come in the name of Christ Jesus, the risen Savior, Lord, and King. Yes. Father God, uh, our times are certainly in your hands. For we are in some perilous times. But thank you that you have power even over peril. Holy Father, today, speak to us through your word. Use your word to encourage our hearts, our minds, and our souls. Hide your word down in us. Lord, I thank you that you're my strength, my redeemer, and most of all, my friend. Yes, yes. And if you have a voice, will you just say, Lord, I need a word. A word I can receive. A word I can believe. A word I can live. And a word I can give to somebody in need. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Listen, if God has been good to you like you've been good to me, why don't you just give God some praise right where you are? Give him some praise right where you are. Amen. If you're at the laundromat, give him praise. If you're in the bathroom, give him praise. Lord, and if you're in your car, give him praise. Hallelujah. Listen, we even got people in the sanctuary giving God praise. Lord, have mercy. Just a few fleeting moments ago, while Miss Marlena was singing, it came to me that you ought to thank God for what you do have. Because, see, it could be a whole other way. <laughs> so I thank God for all of you. Amen. Recently, recently I was able to hear about somebody who had it on their heart and on their mind to bless somebody else. As the giver gave the blessing to the receiver, the person receiving the gift said, you didn't have to do that. And the gift giver replied, I already know that. You didn't have to tell me that. But I wanted to do it, so I did. And for a little while this morning, I want to talk from the thought, you didn't have to do it, but I'm glad you did. You didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it, but I'm glad you did. Somebody holler, thank you, Lord, for doing it for me. Thank you, Lord, thank for doing it for me. Now, while I know this ain't December when everybody's got Christmas on their minds, I want to share that even in July, the Bible says Acts 20 and 35 that it's more blessed to give than to receive. And I hear you saying, even in a pandemic time, why yes, this is as good a time as any to do something for somebody. This passage in Acts 20 and 35 suggests at least two things. One thing it suggests is that you and I shouldn't always be on the receiving end. We shouldn't always be somewhere with our hands stuck out. And we shouldn't always be somewhere looking for a handout. But instead, we should be the people of God that are always looking to be able to do something for somebody else and give to somebody else. Looking to give to those in need, looking to help somebody that's hurting, looking to work, uh, to give to the work of the Lord's servants. And can I just be honest with you? I want to tell all those persons that's been given to the work of the Lord right here in Ebenezer. Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving unto the Lord. And can I be honest with you, giving just doesn't have to be money. Because some folk just need you to do something and just call them up and give them a word of encouragement. Some folk just need you to call them up and give them a prayer. Some people just need you to call them up and say, hey, I just want to check in 
on you and see how you're doing. Especially in these pandemic times, you ought to check on somebody. Which, by the way, it's not a hard thing to do to pick up your telephone, your cell phone, your mobile device, and call somebody and check on them. Amen? Another thing that this passage suggests is when you do this thing called giving, it releases a supernatural blessing of joy on your life. And one thing I found out as a true child of God, that when you give with the right heart, when you give with the right motive, when you give led of the Lord, when you do something for somebody led of the Lord, some way, somehow, God releases a supernatural blessing back on your life. That's why Malachi says, uh, when you bring your tithes and offering to the Lord, He will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't have room to receive. In fact, the New Testament, the New Testament even says that give and it shall be given unto you. Lord have mercy. And may I tell you, uh, you can't beat. God's giving. No matter how hard you might try, you ain't gonna ever outgive God. Because the truth is, when you give, when you do something for somebody, trust and believe God's gonna make sure that you get blessed in your life too. And the truth is, you don't have to do nothing for nobody. <laughs> Let me say it again. People don't have to be good to you. People don't have to do nothing for you. But the truth is, uh, when you do decide to do something for somebody else, what you're doing is setting yourself up to be blessed. Listen, the Bible knows something about our topic today. Uh, it knows something about this topic called you didn't have to do it, but I'm glad that you did. Yeah. And the reason I know it knows something about this topic is because Lamentations chapter number 3 verses 22 and 23 it lets us know that we are not consumed because of the Lord's loving devotion and instead of him giving us what we really deserve for our sinfulness. Aren't you glad that the Lord gives us new mercies every day? He doesn't give us what we really deserve. I mean, come on, think about it. If you ever told a lie, you really deserve to be punished. If you ever stole anything, you really deserve to be punished. If you ever talked and gossip about somebody, you really deserve to be punished. If you were rebellious to your parents, you really deserve to be punished. But aren't you glad God does not give us all the time what we deserve? And instead, the Lord gives us brand new verses every doggone day. And just think about it. Yesterday's mercy is all used up. Last week's mercy is all used up. Last month, last year, and 
in the last however many years it's been, that mercy is all gone and used up. But the Lord gives us new mercies every day. All right. And may I just go ahead and tell you, he doesn't have to do it. But I'm so glad he does. In fact, if you look at Romans 12 and 3, Romans 12 and 3 gives hope for the person that's feeling hopeless and helpless. Uh, in these times of pandemic, and the truth is, he did have to do it. But what I'm glad about is the Bible says that God has given unto every man the measure of faith. Listen, and maybe you don't know it, but if you look at Hebrews, you'll find that uh, hall of faith. You'll find that by faith, uh, they overcame. By faith, they were able to subdue some enemies. By faith, they were able to see some things turned around. And maybe you don't know it, but honey, because God has given you a measure of faith. You got enough faith to move your mountain. I don't know what your mountain might be. It might be sickness, but your faith can move it. Your mountain might be money problems, but your faith can move it. Your mountain might be somebody on your job, but your faith can move it. Your mountain might be your bill, but your faith can move it. Can I tell you, your mountain might be the devil attacking your life, but if you'll just use your faith and stand like put it at the devil, your faith can move mountain. All it takes is what the Lord measured out to you. And if you'll just work what God gave If you'll just work the measure of faith that God gave Listen, I'm looking at somebody that's in faith in here. If you talk to them, they'll tell you just a few weeks ago the devil thought he had them. But they in here today giving God praise and lifting their hands. I tell you, if you'll just work your faith, honey. Listen, pride is the key for faith. I'm not stuck I wish somebody would holler. I'm going to use my faith. In fact, the Bible says our faith is the victory. Listen, your faith is giving you the victory. And you know what? I, I, listen, I was having a conversation earlier with Miss Marlena about somebody that is in the midst of transition from earth to glory. And I thought about it as hard and as hurtful and as painful as it is. Honey, don't you know that when people get a glimpse of heaven, they don't want to come back here no doggone way to this mess. Because heaven is so much better than earth. I don't want to go early. I don't want you to go early. But I tell you what, I do come to the time that it's my time to go. I trust and believe that the Lord's going to take me up. And I'm going to be in the presence of the Lord. In our text, we find Change. Whole lot of y'all been trying to change some stuff, but it ain't changed yet because only God can change it. We find in our text, Paul. 
to box with God. <laughs> Some of y'all been trying to fight against what God want to do. <laughs> but let me tell you, you ain't going to win because God still going to do what he going to do. Lord, have mercy. Paul, uh, he's writing by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says, and I'm going to tell you, I agree with him. He says in Romans, he starts out in chapter 1, verse number 16, he says, uh, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, unto everyone that believes. And can I tell you, that's might be uh, what's going on in your life. You say you're a Christian, but don't nobody know it because you're ashamed of being saved. You're ashamed of being sanctified. You're ashamed of being holy or sealed. You're ashamed of being fired. But Paul says, I am not ashamed. I wish somebody had no shame here. He says, it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes unto the Jew first. And then to the Gentile. Then in chapter 2, verse number 10, Paul says, and he declares that the glory, he says that glory, honor, and peace uh, to every man that worketh good. To the Jew first, then to the Gentile. And can I tell you, you have been created to do some good stuff. If you don't believe it, just look at Ephesians chapter number 2. The Bible says you are God's workmanship. God that scoot you up out of the dust of the ground. He done blew the breath of life on the inside of you. And then he said, I created you for good work. Listen, honey, it's a good thing when you just smile at somebody and say good morning. It's a good thing when you just say, hey, the Lord laid on my heart to bless you today. It's a good thing when you pray for somebody. It's a good thing. Listen, God that created you for good work. Then, in chapter number 3, verse number 23, Paul puts us all on notice from the pulpit to the front door. He says, uh, all have sinned. Uh, he says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God from the pulpit to the front door. Somebody holler from the pulpit to the front door. He said, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So honey, let me bust your bubble and tell you, you might as well come on down off your high horse and take your big protrude nose out the ass, got it all stuck up like you somebody. You ain't no dog on body because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen? But aren't you glad that even if you read chapter 3, you'll find out that uh, uh, you have been justified. You have been made right by your faith in the Lord. And aren't you glad that the Lord gives us what is called new mercies every day? Then in chapter number 4, verse number 7, Paul tells us Blessed. I wish somebody would holler, I'm blessed. Uh, Y'all ain't said that. I wish somebody out there listening in would holler, I'm blessed. 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 Paul says uh, in 
are forgiven, Lord, have mercy. And whose sins are covered, Lord, have mercy. And I can't help but to think about that song, this father, that says, What can wash away my dog on sins? Nothing but the blood, the shed blood of Jesus, Lord, have mercy. And can I tell you, he didn't have to shed his blood for me. Yeah. But I'm so glad that he did. Yeah. Uh, then in chapter 5, that's where I really wanted to try to get to. Uh, so I can bring this message on in. Uh, Paul declares, uh, he said that Jesus, uh, Mary's baby. Yeah. Jesus, uh, uh, the bright and the morning star. Jesus, the wheel and the middle of the wheel. Jesus, the rose of Sharon, Jesus, uh, the Christ, uh, Jesus, uh, the one who opened blinded eyes, uh, Jesus, uh, the one who unstopped death in Jesus, uh, unlike the mutants, he said Jesus did something uh, that he didn't really have to do. Uh,
You know, I'm doing my best and trying my best. I am, Sister Miles. I'm trying my doggone best to stop complaining. Because the Lord been too good. He's been making a way. Have I had some loss in my life? Certainly. You have too. But that don't mean the Lord ain't been good. He's still making a way. He done brought my joy back. Listen, just three weeks ago, I was sick as a dog on dog. But this week, thank you, Jesus. I'm much, 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 much better. He didn't have to do it, but he did. I told the Lord just the other day, I said, now, Lord, now, all my strength done come back. I said, I got this little thing in my chest right here. They act like it don't want to go away. I said, but Lord, so you might do something about that. And today, guess what? I ain't had no problem with that. Thank you. Hallelujah. He didn't have to, he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to do it. Hallelujah. But I'm so glad that he did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, Hallelujah. I want to encourage you in this pandemic season. Don't you give up on God. Because he has not given up on you. Listen. Somebody probably wondering, well, what happens if I catch COVID-19 and die? Just don't die without Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I ain't wishing COVID-19 on nobody. I promise you that. Because you don't want that. <laughs> but what I am telling you is, God is so God, he Whatever we get in, he can get us out. He can get us out either on the earth or in heaven. See, God, the truth is, I, you know, I, I, I hesitate, but I got this message in my memoirs and messages that the Lord then gave me about death and dying. I got this message entitled, The Prophet of Death. What you will gain just from dying in the Lord. See, now some folks, some folks scared to die. They scared to die. But the way you get over your scaredness is to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And that when the when the enemy, because death is an enemy, isn't the Bible go read it? Death is an enemy. And when you die, just tell the enemy. Oh, death, where's your sting? No way, where's your victory? Because he won't have no victory over you. It won't matter because you'll be with the Lord. So if you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, you just ask him. You just say, Lord, I've sinned. Come into my heart. I trust God that you raised Jesus from the, from the dead. Believe it in your heart and confess with your mouth. And the Bible says you will be saved. Yes, Listen, if you backslid, you just tell the Lord, I messed up. I did it. You know, a whole lot of folks don't like to tell the Lord they did it. And listen, the Lord can already see everything you do. It no, yes, he does. Yes, he does. You might well go on and tell it. <laughs> you think you tipping, sliding, and gliding at night and ain't nobody see you. Shh, man, the Lord see you. He see you. He's sitting up in hell going, now you know I got my eye on you. <laughs> I wonder how many people 
done it, they would say, oh, Lord, Lord, watch. <laughs> Listen, thank you for your listening today. I pray that you've gotten something from the word of God. I pray. I pray that you've gotten something from the word of God. Yeah.